Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Just Minding My Business Radio, where we are moving at the speed of God, learning what we didn't know we didn't know. I'm your host, Ida Crawford. And I'm your co-host, Ruth Haskins. So grab a pen and paper and get ready for information that you can use. Are you one of those people that is in and out of relationships? Have you ever wondered why? Well, you're in for a treat today. We have Edward Johnson III, a.k.a. Dr. Love. That's Dr. The Real Deal Love. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I like the way that sounded. Dr. Love is an educator, speaker, author of Three Things Every Woman Needs to Know About a Man and founder of Love University. Dr. Love developed a technology that finally gives women a place, a system, and a science for a successful relationship that ends in marriage. Wow, wow, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is going to be most interesting. Yes, I think you have every woman's attention. All right. <laughs> So let me ask you, I'm going to just say Dr. Love. Okay. I like the ring of that. All right. (laughs) How did you get on this? How did this get started? Oh, boy. It it was a journey that I didn't see coming. I didn't see it coming. Uh, As you know, my background is cosmetology. Okay. And um, my father said a man should always be able to do something with his hands. So I was in college for business uh, administration and things got financially challenged for me. So I said, I need to work. And uh, I figured, I said, well, let me do something, but it can't be too strenuous because I got to still go to college and do my classes. So I said, I'm going to do women's hair. And uh, I went down to Wilford Academy in 1979 and investigated Wilford Academy, and there it started for me, doing women's hair. Why women's hair? Well, here's the thing. I started thinking, I said, from a male's perspective, you know, most women have, you know, if you you look at a a woman hairdresser uh, and you look at her clients, her clients may have the same hairstyle she has. So she may give her client something that she's been wearing or something that she's comfortable with. See, a man, I don't have a hairstyle that I wear every day. So when I look at a woman, I'm going to look at her face. I'm going to look at her eyes. I'm going to look at her head shape. I'm going to look at everything that she has, and I'm going to create a look just specifically for her. 
Mm, and, okay. from male, and from a male's perspective, I said, I see in her something that another woman wouldn't see in her. And that's why I decided to go into the woman's uh, arena because I figured it would be a great cross uh, to have a man doing a woman's hair. That was different. Yes. Okay, here's something for you. Most women will admit if they've ever had a male do their hair, they prefer to have a man doing their hair. They make the best hairdressers. That that's the so word we on the street. On cue. That's, that's, that's the word on the street. That's the word mm-hmm. on the street. And then later on, they told me they said you got growing hands. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> 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 because uh, the hair would absolutely grow and do better. You know, I'm gonna tell you a real, uh, real funny story. I was just talking uh, with a client uh, before I came on tonight, and I was sharing with her. Uh, you know, when, when I started beauty school, I couldn't get a roller to stay in the head. I'd put a roller in and it would fall right back out. You know? <laughs> <laughs> See, women had an advantage on me. I had no practice. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So to make a long story short, uh, I got good at it. You know what I'm saying? They taught us in school. They said, eat, sleep, breathe hair. Eat, sleep, breathe hair. I ate, slept, breathe hair. Mm-hmm. I got to the point where I, I I I was good at it. When I could do I could do a lady's hair, and when she left the shop to catch the subway going home, I get a call. I saw so and so on Forty Six and Market, and I stopped her and asked her who did her hair. Wow! Wow! Isn't that something? That's yeah. Funny. So that, that's a commendation. You, do you understand? So mm-hmm. I was in a beauty supply store one day and I was picking up some supplies for the salon. And um, after a while, the lady who was selling the product, she said, why don't you talk to him? And uh, because he could probably help you get the right shampoo, the right conditioners and whatnot for your hair. So she came over. She said, uh, I said, what do you want? She said to me, she said, I want to have bouncing and behaving hair. <laughs> I remember that. You remember, you remember, you remember that? Yes, I remember yeah. that. She, she said when the wind, she said when the wind blows and and and, and, and my and my and, and my hair goes, she said I want to shake it, and I I want it to come right back in. I said, well, I said the shampoo you got, I said put it back on the shelf. The conditioner, put it back on the shelf. You're not going to need it. I made an appointment for her to come to my salon the next day. I made that appointment in the beauty supply store. That day, she wow. was in I said, can you come to my salon at 6 o'clock when you get off of work? She said, I'll be there. She was there 6 o'clock on the dot, and I did her hair, and she loved it. Mm-hmm. All right? Now, here's the story takes on a great turn now. I would have my clients either every two weeks or once a week, depending on where she was at and how she wanted to care for her hair. She said, I'm just coming. I want to get my hair trained. She said, I'm coming every week. I did her hair the first week. She came back the second week. She said, my husband loved my hair. Mm. I said, really? She said, yeah. She said, he loved it so much so until he took me out to dinner. Wow. That night. Ooh. I said, very exciting. And she said, and guess what? I said, what? She said, we're going out tonight. (laughs) (laughs) That's lovely. So the hairstyle actually rekindled a spark in the relationship because as you know, men are very visual. Men are very visual. So what she, what, what he had seen, see, he saw a different, 
the same woman with a different look, you know what I mean? She, she, I got her, her hair was different. I created a look for her. She put on her makeup. He actually had a different woman in his kitchen. Wow. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it transformed their relationship. I was just telling somebody that today. And, and, and that is the background for me in terms of creating transformation. I did it for women's looks for years, over 30 years. Wow. And after that, um, I would talk with women in salon. I would hear the challenges and I would, you know what I'm saying? And I say it all the time. I'd be blow styling their hair and doing the hair. And a, a lady would say to me, she would look at me. She said, I don't know why I'm telling you all of this. <laughs> <laughs> I said, because you're getting comfortable with me. Mm-hmm. You're trusting me. Mm-hmm. You understand? And after I would after I would service a client for a few while, I would sing this song. Getting to know you, getting to know all about you. When I'm with you, getting to know what to say. See, it's all about getting to know you. She she's comfortable mm-hmm. when I handle her, when I work with her, when I ease her fears, when I ease her 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 her, her disappointment. When 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 I begin to get her comfortable, she says, "Whatever you say, Doc." And that's how I began to just get women comfortable in my chair, and then. I started hearing her challenges and I started hearing some, and then I had three daughters. I said, I need to go to work on this because it's one thing to have three, it's one thing to have women in your salon having challenges, but when your daughters are having challenges, I said, I want the best for these girls. Mm-hmm. So uh, to make a long story short, when they went to college, I was dad, I was telling them different things to do and different things that they could accomplish. And they, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But when they got into college, I would get a phone call every weekend. Guess what he did? (laughs) No, he didn't. He told her he was coming, and he didn't even show up. Mm. You understand? Uh So I would start getting phone calls as to what their girlfriends was experiencing in college. Then I said to my daughter, I said, here's what I need to do, because it started a little birdie in my ears started saying, you need to go into this seriously. I said to my daughters, I'm going to begin to tell you what's in my head. And I want you to tell me if you think I should go further. So I would get my three daughters together and some of their girlfriends, and I would present my information. I said, tell me what you think. My three daughters said, I think you should go further. Wow. And here I am today. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so tested. Yeah, well, the questions are your babies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, they, were, they were my experiment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They were my experiment. And my middle daughter, I have three daughters. My oldest daughter is 35. My middle daughter is 33. My youngest daughter is 32. Mm, okay. okay. And my middle daughter told me when she went to Clark, Atlanta, when she graduated and came back home from uh, Clark, she said to me, she said, you know, I try things my way. She said, now I'm going to try things your way. I said, that's powerful. That's mm-hmm. very powerful. Yes. I, be- I, be- I began to have her trust me and what I was sharing with her. And she began to believe that I may be on to something. 
So she, so she's the one. She's the one. She's mouth almighty. She's the one that's going to law school. That's her next going. She's, you know, she's going to law school. So I call her our national spokesperson. You know, she, <laughs> she, she's got the mouth. So I said to them one day, I said, you know, I need a name for myself when I'm out here. I said, so I'm going to call myself Doctor Love. You know, and this is, you know, this is, this, I'm testing this now. They love my information and we're having breakfast. They're loving the information. So I said, I'm going to call myself Dr. Love. So here's my middle daughter, Mouth Almighty. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Ain't no father of mine going to be no Dr. Love out here in the world today. You know what I'm saying? She wasn't feeling it because Dr. Love, you know, you know, you can misconstrue exactly the connotation. The connotation, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I said, "Well, just think about it. I, I'm not signing on it yet. I'm not putting it out on lights yet. But just think about it." So as we begin to progress, and as she began to experience me, she said to me one day, "I said, what do you think about Doctor Love?" And I was about to do an interview. She said, "Well, you tell them who you really are." I said, "Well, who am I?" She said, your doctor's the real deal, love. (laughs) That's where where the real deal comes from because she said it's the real deal. And what I share with women is the real deal. Okay. Okay. I share with women what's missing from the landscape in relationships today is science. Okay, on that that note, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. All right. (laughs) I want to (laughs) know. Me too. Word on the street says there's something new at Just Minding My Business Media. You've heard our podcast, Just Minding My Business Radio, that brings news and views you can use. That airs every Thursday at 6 p.m., on iHeartRadio, iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, and Spreaker. Well, now you can watch Just Minding My Business. That's right. Just Minding My Business Media now has a TV presence on Raven International TV Network, broadcast on Roku, Fire, and Apple TV. Your business, through Just Minding My Business Media, has exposure on internet radio, major social media platforms, and now TV through Just Minding My Business, dynamic digital marketing platform. Don't listen to the word on the street. Hear it for yourself. Visit jmmb.assistercircle.org to learn how you can take your business, your vision, to the next level. Okay, we are back with the science now. <laughs> hmm Yes. So let's hear it, Dr. Love. All right. Um, I'm going to tell you uh, the way it unfolded. When I was in the middle of finishing my book, Steve Harvey had just released his book. And I said to myself, I said, Steve beat me to it because, you know, his book was out there. It was a success. It was doing what it needed to do. And I didn't read it. My daughter's read it, but I didn't read it because I didn't want it to influence or bias anything I was doing. So I, I didn't read it. Uh, so I just kept working. I kept working. I kept working. And then uh, 
when I started hearing some of the material that was going out, I started realizing there's room for all of us. Mm-hmm. Okay. No one has a corner on the market when it comes down to knowledge and information. We all have a piece of the puzzle. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when Dr. Love looked at the whole landscape of love and romance, I asked myself the question, what is the component that is missing from the landscape of love and romance? Because men and women have been together for years since the beginning of time. And there's been fallout. There's been men and women that's come together. But overall, you will hear a lot of negative energy when it comes down to men and women coming together. So Dr. Love determined what's missing from the landscape is the science of love, the chemistry of passion, and the power of persuasion, okay? The science of love, the chemistry of passion, and the power of persuasion. I'm going to just jump right in on the power of persuasion just for a moment so you'll know where I'm going with it. When I looked at the Bible, I looked at the story of Adam and Eve, you know, God gave Adam the commandment not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Eve was there, but he gave the commandment to Adam. Am I right? Right. Absolutely. Yes, you are. So Eve ate and she gave her husband. That's what the Bible says. Eve was deceived. Adam was not deceived. You're right. Okay. Eve was deceived. Adam was not deceived. So here's what we're going to conclude from that dynamic. Adam determined, I would rather disobey God, my creator, and obey this woman and live with this woman rather than disappoint her and live without her. I'd rather turn my back on my creator for this woman. Mm -hmm. I said, that's a powerful position. Mm -hmm. Y'all hear that, ladies? That's a powerful position. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. Okay? Yeah. And you think about it. I've got God and I got this woman. Now listen, I mean, we're talking about God. He could have created a whole other one. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. He right. could have created another one for him. Exactly. Okay, but he said, Adam said, I'm not taking no chances. <laughs> right. I you got understand? this one. <laughs> I got this one. I know what I got. Okay? So when you understand the dynamic of it, Adam made the decision to go with his wife. I said, that's a power that women have no knowledge that they're operating in. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then when we bring the science to it, what is the science of love? The science of love, meaning that there, that in the science of love, there's three rounds uh, in the science of love. It's called attraction, attachment, and Connection, okay? Attachment, attraction, and then you have connection. Mm-hmm. When you understand the first round, when a man and woman comes together, you just see lust. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's just what you, it, it, it's what you see in that woman, but it's just lust. It's nothing there. Then the next round is attachment, where you actually can see her and you're attracted to her because you see her beauty, you see what's going on in her. The third round is actually attachment where you're actually attached to her because you see in man, there's something that happens in a man when he sees a woman for the first time. 
She doesn't, she doesn't know it. But there's something that happens in him. And she has no knowledge of what happens in her. Now, that's the one thing that I did get out of Steve Harvey's book. When he saw Marjorie, when he saw her for the first time, he said, I'm going to marry her. He didn't know who she was. Wow. You follow me? Mm-hmm. Something happened in him. She communicated in his code. And that's the science that a woman really needs to begin to understand because a man makes up his mind about you within seconds of coming into your company. Wow. Wow. That's deep. That's really deep. Within, <laughs> within seconds. Mm-hmm. Okay. When a man, when a man sees a woman for the first time, he makes up his decision about her within seconds of seeing her. Wow. Mm. And how she handles him and the framework and the framework in which uh, she begins to dialogue and exchange with him determines the whole relationship within the first few seconds of that relationship. Right. Is that interesting? Very interesting. I didn't even realize that. Within, I, within seconds. Go ahead. That, that's deep. That is deep. Okay, now, now here's, here's my example that I'm going to give you. Okay, here's the example. Esther in the Bible. Esther is a perfect example of what we would call unconscious competence. Okay. Okay. Unconscious competence. Esther was unconscious of how competent she was. Okay. Because after Mordecai had the conversation with her, she said, if I perish, I perish, but I'm going to see the king. Okay? Mm-hmm. She, didn't know, she didn't know she wasn't going to have to perish. Because if you go before the king without him, being, uh, without him summoning you mm-hmm. off with your head. So she was thinking that she was going to perish, but she wasn't going to perish. Okay? Now, here's where this story gets interesting. Because it says... When the king, when Esther stood in the court, and the king saw Esther, okay, I want lady. I, I tell when 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 I'm when I'm doing my workshop, I say, ladies, underline that. It said, when the king saw Esther, mm-hmm. okay, he made up his mind about Esther within seconds of seeing her in the court. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how do we know he made up his mind? Because he said to her without even knowing, he said, what do you want? She said, I just want you to come and have dinner. He said, what do you want? I'm going to give you whatever you want up to two thirds of the kingdom. She hadn't even made her request. Wow. She, he was over. He was, he was like, this the one. <laughs> Do you, want, do, you, do you see the power here? I see here? it. I see mm-hmm. it. So he says, what do you want? And, and, she, and she hasn't even told him what she wants. Look at how she handles him. He said, rather than make my request, she said, I just want you to come to the banquet and have dinner with me. He said, he said, tell, he, he said tell Naaman to come have dinner because Esther told us to come and hurry up. 
here. In other words, don't keep Esther waiting. Right, right. <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you see that? Yes. Don't keep her waiting. Now, let me ask you, ladies, who's the king? Who's the king, Esther or, or the king? <laughs> right, Esther, got a, she's got everything in her hands. And she everything. doesn't even know it. She's got everything in her hands, and she doesn't even know it. Okay? Mm. So that's the reason I share with women. I rescue men by empowering women. Ladies, you have everything in your hands, and you may not even know it. Wow. Mm. Hmm. Well, how do our audience, how do our women get in touch with you? <laughs> It's simple. Uh, you can go to the website. Uh, the website is drtherealdeallove.com. drtherealdeallove.com. That's the website. Mm-hmm. You can go on the website. Uh, you can become a part of our mailing list. You can schedule a free 30-minute discovery call with me where I will sit with you personally and discover where you are in your love walk, wherever you find yourself. Okay, that's the discovery call. You can email me. My email is drlove, drlove1024 at gmail.com. You can email me with your comments, questions, anything you want to uh, share with me. That's my email, drlove1024 at gmail.com. My website is drtherealdeallove.com. Okay. And you will will be blessed (laughs) just to have a 30-minute discovery call with me. I just got off a discovery call before I got on with you tonight. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I'm telling you, this just this little bit of time, I'm I'm empowered. And I didn't even know it. That's exciting. <laughs> that, that's exciting. And you know the funny thing about it, I'm gonna say this because this may help a lot of women. Uh when I was talking with her tonight, uh she said to she said to me, Dr. Love, she said, This sounds like she you know, she said, This sounds like something that and I stopped her. I said, it sounds like it's something that you want to be a part of. She said, yes, but I'm afraid. Mm. I said to her, I said, I don't want you to think it's a coincidence that I met you at a seminar Saturday. Mm-hmm. You took my information and the spirit had you call me. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when you called me, I said, before you called me, here's what I told her. I said, before you called me, you battled with yourself before you even called me. Mm-hmm. Should I call him? Should I not call him? Oh, he ain't going to tell you nothing. You don't, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Dr. Love, what Dr. Love going to say? I said, you went through a whole battle. She said, you know, you ain't lying. <laughs> <laughs> she, said when, she said, when the call came six o'clock to remind me that the call would come in, she said, I should cancel it right now, right up to the very minute. Mm-hmm. The, the, the energy, mm-hmm. the energy, her, her energy was saying to you, you are about to enter into destiny. And if I can stop you from connecting to Dr. Love, mm-hmm. you won't go no further. But she said, I made the call anyway. And she said, Dr. Love, she said, I'm in. She said, I'm all in. Wow. Mm. Isn't that exciting? Yeah. Very exciting. Absolutely. And that's how when you're supposed to be doing something, that's what happens a lot of times. We yes. 
try to talk ourselves out of it because we don't really know what to expect. But at, but at the same time, we, we're we curious. Mm-hmm. It could it could be something good. Mm-hmm. So it's like, wow, that's, and, that's and, awesome. And, and, that's, and that's, so, that's so important because um, anyone that I talk to just in conversation, you know how uh, people will say, something told me to take my keys with me. Mm-hmm. Or something told me, something told me to take my umbrella. Mm-hmm. I say, I want you to begin to stop saying something. Someone. Okay. I want you to begin to establish a relationship with the intuitive voice that is on the inside of you. Yes. Don't Absolutely. be don't be scared to say the spirit mm-hmm. told me. Like that. Am I right? Yeah. You're so right. Most people are so totally separated from that spirit or self, that self. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those famous sayings is know thyself. Most people have no idea of what self or who self is. They have all this other stuff going on. And that's it's the other stuff they usually listen to. But that, that still quiet voice that says, mm. take your umbrella with you. And then you get caught in the pouring rain and you're like, something told me. <laughs> <laughs> and after a while, if we listen to that, I'm so glad you brought that up. Yes. If we start listening to that and, and try to be consistent with it, mm and not pull away from it, it opens up doors. Now, where I'm going with this is what something that you said, she was, this battle that was going on with her. How often do you find in your conversation that the real problem is twofold, one, not knowing self, and the other one, fear, and sometimes fear of knowing self. Like, you know, you said, take your umbrella. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna listen to that voice. Where does that come into this whole paradigm that you're talking about? Um, one of the things that I, I share with people, I asked the question, I, I was talking with a young man. I said, who are you? He said, I am John Edwards. I said, that's your name. Mm -hmm. I said, who are you? He said, I'm a black man in the struggle. I said, that happens to be your native position in terms of black, white. I said, but who are you? All righty now. (laughs) All righty now. So... I said, right then I seen him starting to get a puzzled look on his face. So then I jump in. See, when, when, when you, when you, when it, it's important to rescue people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I jumped in. I said, I'm going to tell you who you are. You are spirit. Mm-hmm. That's who you are. You occupy a body and you have a soul, which is the seat of your will, your intent, and your emotions. So when you understand your spirit, the body begins to the, the body begins to dominate 
okay, the, the body began, you know, I'm hungry. I want to eat something. You know, say, all right, we're going to eat something later on. But I say, I'm hungry now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Take me to the refrigerator now. Mm. And the body just begins to lead out. Yeah. And it begins to dominate you because the body is driven by appetite. Mm. Whether or not it's sexual appetite, dietary appetite, is driven by appetite. That's right. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? Mm. And when we find ourselves in trouble, it's because the body has been ordering our steps and the body has never been authorized to run the life of man. There you go. Ooh. There you go. It's not okay. authorized. Wow. Okay. No. So you have an unauthorized king taking a throne that he ain't even supposed to be in. <laughs> yeah. And that sometimes happens to get in the wrong relationships. That's how we. That's how. That's how we get in. You. You understand what I'm saying? Because we have. We. We. We have body. We have flesh sitting on the throne where I supposed to be, and I am spirit. Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to be on that throne. Yeah. When the spirit is on throne. It will never lead you wrong. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's why I say, don't say something. Yeah. Say spirit. Right. Communicating to spirit. Mm-hmm to guide you every step of the way. Mm. Okay? I love that. I love that. Needs, that's a whole nice juicy topic in itself. In and of itself. Yes, <laughs> yes. because that is where we go wrong in just about everything. Yes. We let everything dominate where spirit is supposed to be. Yes. We, we let the physical, we let the cars, the clothes, whatever, the gadgets, all of that that takes care of the body is more important than the spirit that's within us. Mm -hmm. And because we don't recognize that, we get separated. We think that we are the body. We think that we're the body. Mm -hmm. We think that we're even the mind. Mm -hmm. And that's just not true. Because mind can be can pick up all kinds of information and not be correct. Mm -hmm. So yes. you need the spirit to guide you to correct even your thinking. And mm. that's where mm. you get real. That's another whole conversation. Yes. That's we're going to come back but and this talk is, about that. This is important <laughs> because in relationships, yes. early on, we're taught, bottom line, we're taught body. You know, if you're going to put it that way, we're taught physical the physicality mm -hmm. of relationships. Mm -hmm. You know, you grow up, you know, okay, the whole Barbie doll syndrome, you know, that, the physicality of it. You have mm -hmm. to look this way. You have to do this. You have to do that. And then you grow up and maybe you go to school and then you get married. But that's mm -hmm. not even it. If the, if the spirit hasn't been trained and disciplined mm -hmm. so that it's actually doing the leading, that's all you have is your, I, I'm just putting this this way, your Barbie doll ten, tendencies, that Barbie doll mindset. I'm mm -hmm. going to go out and find the man of my dreams. And Ken has the same thing. He's mm -hmm. looking for the woman of his dreams. Mm -hmm. Well, the woman of your dreams or the man of your dreams may also be your nightmare. Mm -hmm. True that. 
and, and, you know, and, and, and you know what you said, you know, just in terms of that, and we all read that in the book, you know what I'm saying? Ken meets Barbie and they live happily ever after. How, how many know the happily ever after really never comes? That's right. Okay. Yeah. And, that's the, and that's the reason I shared with women and, and I shared it at one of the luncheons and the women, when I said it, the women said, the, the women said, mm, they, they gave me one of those, mm, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> And here's what I shared with women. I said, the, I, I said, the man of your dreams does not exist. <laughs> That's right. The man of your dreams does not exist. The man of your dreams is created with your help. Ain't that the truth? There you go. He's created. That's true. That's you understand right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When, he begin, when he begins to interact with you and begins to know you, Mm-hmm. When he begins to become sensitive to what you like, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. When he gets time, when he takes time to know, you know, when 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 I when my wife asked me for a glass of ice, see, for some reason, and I don't know exactly why, my my wife likes her ice rinsed off first <laughs> before you put the soda in the ice. You, okay. you understand? Yes. Now somebody said, "Well, that sounds crazy." Well, it may be, <laughs> but you're gonna rinse that ice. But she likes the ice rinsed off first. I mean, if, just think about it. It's it's ice. It is water, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's frozen water. But she says, "Rinse it off first, and then put the soda or whatever it is on the ice." You understand? Mm-hmm. See, so those are little things. When you talk about the man being created, he has to be created to understand who you are and what you like and to become sensitive right. to deliver it the way you like it, no matter what anybody thinks. Mm-hmm. You, made, you made me think about, I like straw. I like the straw. So my husband knows that I like straw in my drink. I don't like to drink. See that straw? Uh, see, that, that is. <laughs> So he makes sure that every time he gets me something to drink, that there's a straw. So I, I am definitely feeling that. And that's because he we've been together and he studied the things that I like. That's in tune. He's in tune with that. And then I'm in tune with what he likes. Mm-hmm. That is that 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 is so key. And 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 that's and that's the reason uh I, I share with women if you want your husband or the man that you're dating to be interested in you, then you have to be interesting. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Ah. That's interesting. Now that's a whole new (laughs) (laughs) avenue of thought. Yes. Because it's not just about the makeup and how short your skirt is. It's not about that. No, it's not at all. You know what I'm saying? Not at all. <laughs> it's n- not at all. Because see, that's what that's what caused your husband to take note that you like a straw. I don't, she doesn't like drinking out of a glass. He thought enough of you to take time and let me, let me see how she likes her soda or her juice. She likes it with the straw. Okay. Mm-hmm. If he didn't care, he wouldn't take time to notice it. Mm-hmm. And then, if you weren't impacting him, he wouldn't take time to do it. See, it's one thing to notice it. Then the second step is to notice it and then to perform it. Mm. 
Mm. You know, I saw a beautiful example of that, and this is on a larger level. Um, but this past weekend, I was out with some friends, and we went past a house where the garden was absolutely magnificent. The front yard was just magnificent. All sorts of floral arrangements, just beautiful and bright. And at the same time, the wife was getting into the car, and the husband was coming to get, I think, the garbage um, can and take it back in. And we stopped and we said, your, your yard is just beautiful. And he said, don't thank me. Thank my wife. She buys them. I plant them. Mm. And he said, really? She said, yeah. He said, she's the boss and I've been doing it for years. And, but you could see the love in his face. This was his wife's project. She'd go out and buy all these gorgeous plants and he did all the planting, but it was so perfect it was so beautifully done because mm. all you could do is see the love in it you know and this was a mature couple he had to be in his late 60s maybe early 70s mm-hmm. so he's been they've been doing that for years so on even a grander scale you know if your wife loves gardening or you know whatever there's there's ways of paying attention mm-hmm and sometimes it becomes a way of life for the two of you. And that's what a lot of young couples don't get. A lot of couples, period, don't get Period, that's but right. A lot of yeah. couples, young couples do not get that. They're all caught up in the Barbie doll fantasy. They want the wedding dress, you know, and all of that. But they don't see the work that comes after I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely work. They spend all the time in the wedding, mm-hmm. but after the wedding, then the marriage begins. Right. Exactly. Actually, it begins when you decide that you're going to be serious because, you know, you're constantly learning each other once you get to a place mm-hmm. where you've made a commitment before you even walk down the aisle. Mm-hmm. You've already made a commitment to each other that you're going to build something together. Mm-hmm. And that's so true. You know, so it starts there. And, I mean, it could get crazy. I mean, I've been married now for, oh, God, 25 years. Mm-hmm. So it gets mm-hmm. it gets crazy. And sometimes one person might go to the left. But then you have to know how to bring the relationship back to mm-hmm. a harmonious place. Because mm-hmm. wow. it's definitely not peaches and cream. All the time. <laughs> and two, two totally different beings. You're two mm-hmm. totally yes. different people. And, and, and that's one of the things that, you know, when it comes down to a, a, a marriage, you know, uh, my next book, I'm going to put a, a glossary in the back so that, you know, we can have, you know, I can share with names and different definitions. My definition of marriage is simply this here, the losing of oneself. Mm. I like that. I like okay. that. The and losing of true. oneself. You know what I'm saying? You have to give it up. You have to give yourself up. You understand? That is is the key because for many years, you know, my my wife and I, we've been married. You know what I'm saying? Uh, This year, we'll celebrate 40 years. Congratulations. Congratulations. And here's the way it works. For many years, it's like, who's right (laughs) and who's wrong? (laughs) See, I wanted to be right. Mm -hmm. Okay. But it's not a matter of who's right and who's wrong. It's a matter of can we come to an understanding? Exactly. 
Okay. See what I'm saying? Uh-huh. See, I want to prove I want to prove you wrong, and I'm right. Okay, you win the battle, but you lose the war. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. You, you see. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. you want to begin to win the battle and the war and your marriage. So then you got to say, how can we come to an understanding? Mm-hmm. And that's when the mar- when when you begin to to create what you need to create. You have when a man and woman comes together, you have the potential to have heaven on earth. Mm-hmm. Okay, it it doesn't happen all the time because it doesn't happen. It's created. Yes. Okay. The whole thing. (laughs) The whole thing has to be created. So that's the reason uh, Dr. Love is out here doing it because Dr. Love, uh, when you think about doctor, you think about operation. And I'm going to operate on these relationships. I know that's (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Well, before we wrap up, one more time, how can now ladies get in touch with you? Simply by, um, I've I've been testing out. social media, I tell people, I say, Google Dr. The Real Deal Love. Okay, just Google Dr. Real Deal Love. And I Googled it, and guess who came up? Dr. Love! (laughs) I know, isn't that something to Google yourself? Oh, it's amazing what technology is doing. So you can Google Dr. The Real Deal Love. It's Dr. Dr. The Real Deal Love, and you'll You'll see, you'll see me there, or you can go to my website, drtherealdeallove.com. That's my website, and uh, it has all the information there. You can get on the uh, mailing list. You can also email me at drlove1024 at gmail.com. That's doctor, the, drlove1024 at gmail.com. Yes. This will not be your first or last time on this show because we want to definitely get deeper into this. Oh, absolutely. And it's my, it's my pleasure. This is a topic. I love talking about love because it's all about love. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Love never fails. Yes. Mm. That's a fact. (laughs) Absolutely. And that, and that's the thing. Um, I always share with women uh, before I sign off. I don't know if we're signing off, but uh, I always have a closing when we do sign off. So let me know when we're about to close. Hi. The floor is yours. (laughs) Okay. I say to the ladies, I said, this is Dr. Love saying hugs and love. Get the ring with a little bling before you get into anything. This is Dr. Love saying, I'll see you at your wedding. All right. All righty now. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you. Yes. Thank you to the amazing women of a sister circle empowerment network, Asin LLC, and our media partners. Let Just Minding My Business Media promote your business. For information, visit us at jmmb.assistercircle.org. That's jmmb.assis. TASCircle.org. Voiceovers by RCH Voiceworks. For when you want to be heard, call 443 620 4115. Thank you for tuning in to Just Minding My Business Radio. I'm your host, Ida Crawford. 
And I'm your co-host, Ruth Haskins. We hope you enjoy the show and appreciate you stopping by. Many blessings to you and yours. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.